we have a mutual friend. Or I think uh-huh. friend friend more Denise. No? I'm not sure friend more friend no ex mas yung friend natin. <laughs> Super appreciate ko siya kasi she's so kind and supportive and I like the stuff that she posts. I think we're aligned somehow with our mission in life. Ganun. Una pa question ako Denise is kind. She's <laughs> another guest, another TikToker and now also a podcaster. Joining us tonight is Julian Ipapo and she was sharing her mindset videos, how it impacted her life and her business as well and the motivation that it gave her when she was also in the fitness journey herself. So, hope you guys enjoy! I'm excited. This is fun. This is my yeah. social interaction for the week. I'm <laughs> just ng protein bar and I'm yes. drinking coffee. I'm happy. I feel like I'm socializing. I feel like I'm normal again talking to you guys. Making new friends. I want to ask you about your TikTok background pala. 200,000 yes. followers. How did you start TikTok pala? You talaga Actually, excited ako tanong eh. <laughs> <laughs> senior year ko kasi, that was the time of Renegade. <laughs> <laughs> and hindi ako nag-dancer. So, na, hindi ako nakapag-participate sa Renegade kasi hindi ako nag-memorize ng dance moves. So, I never really thought na magiging TikTokerist ako. Afterwards, nung nag-pandemic, I just wanted to try it out because nakikita ko sa Instagram, people post TikToks and I'm like, wait, there's like there seems to be more than just dancing. So, I downloaded it. And then at first, I started posting Honestly, random things. I was like, okay, I don't have a Finsta. Actually, this was my mindset before. Because I don't have Finsta. So I'll just post like my random stuff on TikTok. Um, because nobody follows me anyway. But then I have this one video. I dad ko ng cookie. And I was like, dad, I'm ako. Like I wrote it down on the... On the... What do you call this? Yung paper that's sa cookie. And so I said, magkakajowa na ako. That's actually what I said. And then he read it. And he had the really cute response, like one of those cute dad response. And then it blew up. And that's the first viral video I had. It like got half a million overnight. And then after two days, I think one million. And then after that, I was like, okay, I can't just post whatever I want now because people are no going to find it. So like, I, I, you know, people I know in real life are going to see my videos. So then I just started posting things that I like so with my friends like old videos with my friends um, and then my singing videos and then eventually I started posting um, two videos went viral after that so I took a video of my parents dancing because my parents are like in love and they do like this weird sims dance move (laughs) and everybody thought it was so cute and then that blew up and then my video right after that blew up as well because I shared my jump rope transformation so I shared how I was, you know, I unhealthily gained so much weight and then I chose to, you know, shift um, my lifestyle and I, I adapted a healthier lifestyle. I started jump roping on a regular basis and then I changed my diet into a healthier one. But what I think I appreciate with that, I think also with my knowledge that I've gained throughout the years, also in college, because I took up communications marketing communications is that i'm kind of careful with the words that i choose so i don't really want to advocate yung losing weight necessarily um i want healthy lifestyle yung print project ko sa audience ko not just like oh i 
did this, I did that so I could be skinny again. I really wanted to focus um, my message to be about health and fitness and changing my lifestyle, etc. And then after that, um, I started posting more jump rope videos. And then I realized that everyone was like calling me like the jump rope girl because of the transformation video that I had. So I saw that as an opportunity um, to include jump ropes in my business, uh, which was uh, at first it was Lemon Fridays. Now it's the Coco PH because it just means more to me now as with that name and that aesthetic and message. But yeah, before Lemon Fridays, Pasha. So I had jump ropes and then every time I would make a jump rope video, I would market my, my jump ropes and say, oh, I have a store Lemon Fridays on Instagram. So whenever my fitness videos blew up um, my sales also blew up and I was like wow nagagamit natutunan ko sa marketing I want to ask what were you doing before moving into your business I graduated 2020 so I was working part-time for my family's business but then I knew that gusto ko so that I could also do something of my own. Um, mm-hmm. So I eventually launched my small business, Lemon Fridays, and then I used my platform to advertise it. Mm-hmm. And then um, aside from that, well, currently, um, I'm also a social media manager mm-hmm. for, I have like clients. So that's also my other source of income. Yeah. And then I guess now I'm a part-time content creator as well. I'm still growing and figuring things out as a content creator and how to make a living out of it so yes (laughs) we want our listeners to get to know you in a lighter version so denise question is when you're not on tiktok how do you like to spend your time like i would uh, either work out or eat wow those are opposite sides of the spectrum but yeah i would either (laughs) eat or work out and what's one thing you're excited about that's got coming up in 2021 partnerships i think parang recently lang nag-come up yung opportunities and recently lang din ako nakapag-communicate with fellow fellow content creators na parang i'm forming friendships with people who are aligned with my kind of content and yung parang mission namin um to kind of inspire people so there are like guys and girls um that also have a following that i finally connected with so I think yeah yung mga opportunities lang from being a content creator and having my voice heard I think it's really exciting what's one thing about you that surprises people I think I get this like in person that I'm really that I'm genuinely friendly like kasi I remember I would like walk in the hallway I'm not always smiling kasi but when I when I like make eye contact with someone and I smile and I just start the conversation like I want to like get to know you etc. They're like whoa you're actually like so friendly. Actually, na witness na witness kaya na firsthand. Kasi ano nag first meet tayo. Like I can't believe na parang there are people like that palatalaga. Kasi parang mostly the people I meet na impid ng flight yung momento. Pero sa atin sobrang bilis talaga. Like nagulat ako ng isapla tayo for five minutes and then boom. We're like, we like met for 10 years back. Yeah. What's something that you've done that made you feel extreme happiness? Before the pandemic as well, I was able to make a song and play it in front of Cardinal Tagle in, in Tramuras. And I was in high school. 
mm-hmm. I would watch his videos. Because there are YouTube videos siya, and we would learn about it in CL. And that's really where I learned the most, honestly, um, was like in his videos, aside from like the class. So whenever I would watch his videos, I'm like, wow, that that man is cool. Like He seems like a cool um, man of God. So I would be like... I wonder if I'll meet him one day. And then there's this whole opportunity that happened. Then um, my dad got to meet him. And then parang I had this sort of like relationship with him. Like I looked up to him and then I got to know him. He's super humble. Um, super duper duper humble. And like really normal and great. Knowing what you know now, what advice would you give your 18-year-old self or 16. 16 to 18 Oh, wow. 18 is such a good number. Okay. 18, like, hits hard because I had, like, the best birthday party when I when I was 18. And I and I consider 18 as, like, the age na wala pa talaga na encounter na real problems in life. Mm-hmm. So wow. when I was going through such tough times, like, before 21 and, like, etc. Like, the... But so like after 18, a lot of things happened in my life. And so I would always, you know, like when you dwell on the past, like I wish I could go back. I wish I could redo this, redo that. I wish I enjoyed it more. Um, so there was like the spirit in my life that honestly, I, I lost myself. And I think that's really what, what made me who I am now and allowed me by the grace of God, to like be able to inspire people, even though I myself could not inspire myself with anything except for my faith um, in God and like that things will be better in the future. Nung time, nung dark times na yon. So my advice to my 18-year-old self would honestly um, to just enjoy the moment. And then I feel like it would be to know that it's not always going to be this good. Mm-hmm. but eventually it's going to get better. Like every hurdle that comes your way, you will be able to overcome and just to keep on believing and keep on having this strong faith. So just honestly, to just keep going. What's one inspiration that helped you like shift in terms of mindset? I think for the most part, I would say like 2019, 2020, that's when I started my... My journey, I would initially call it fitness journey, but it was more of like, it was like a holistic journey. It was like mind, body, and soul. So even though I was, I already had a relatively like strong faith, that was the time. And relatively, I wasn't super duper unhealthy, but that was like, when I, when I, okay, um, when I decided to be aware that I was at a low point, that I actually needed to work on myself and that there was nobody else that could change how I'm feeling except for myself. I enrolled in the gym and it's actually, well, I'm going to get, I'm going to go pretty deep. There were like times I would cry while I was working out. So that's how low I was. Um, so I was like, okay, this is not just like a physical journey. Like I have to fix my head. So um, there would also be times I would listen to um, motivational speakers. So people who have gone through really heavy stuff, like really heavy life experiences, but were able to overcome it. So I, well, I would like, um, run on the treadmill I would listen to that while I would do my setups in the gym I would listen to motivational songs like on Spotify they have yung motivational yung ano ba yung mga music na may words <laughs> yeah 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 para mga affirmations ganun yeah like 
um, who's telling you to give up? There's like this really buff man like yelling at you. So I would listen yeah, yeah. to that. <laughs> and um, and then I, like during my spare time, I would pray um, like before going to class. And I knew na parang even if I couldn't get things my way, even if I couldn't police the world, even if I was going through all of this and I felt alone, that I still had God. It's really... I'm not like trying to be incredibly preachy because I'm the kind of person who I totally respect um, what other people believe. But for me personally, like I would not like have anything like everything that I'm offering to society or other people right now. I have to like really thank God for it because I would not I wouldn't have kept going if I didn't believe in him and like feel his grace, yes. I feel like Denise can relate as well. I want to know your thoughts before I share something. Denise, Actually, hi there. Know. Yes. Are you okay? Yeah, like, I feel like I'm going to go back to the slide. Because I feel like there are times na when you're working out, because <laughs> parang before then, you know, when, when that thing that, you know, got us yeah, together, when, when, <laughs> when we're no longer that thing. <laughs> yes. So, parang yung point ko nun, kasi parang during that time, that was just, just like a finals, during my finals then in school. So parang I was really, really like in a bad space. Tapos, nung when I started... Mm-hmm working out then. Actually, ito talaga guys, advertise lang namin ng pag-workout. <laughs> it's, it's really, I, I can't explain it, pero it really helped me because when I started working out, yung mindset ko lang noon is, I was very scientific about it. Yes, way to go. My course is, mm-hmm. <laughs> my course is like flowing na. Pero, ano, parang inisip ko na lang, um, if I, if maybe if I work out for this certain time, like for example, two hours, then maybe I get worth of endorphins. So parang inisip ko na lang during that time na, okay, I would be working out just to get this certain feeling so that I could feel happy for three hours. Yung, yung parang ganun. That was so low of me. Kasi parang inisip ko na lang yung magiging effect ng ginagawa ko without really like appreciating what I'm doing or like like not even enjoying it. I just want to do it because I want to be happy. Like I was that desperate. Like going to the gym for me was really like, something that I think saved me a bit from all uh from everything that I was feeling that time because I just didn't think of anything else I just like focused on myself and I actually came out better so yeah that was it for me I'm into it na eh. So yun pala, an issue from our listeners kasi they have this self-confidence issue then. Being in that time where you don't really feel yourself, even if other people see the good things in you, it's like when you don't really feel yourself kasi di ba iba. You're doing this, you're doing great, you look pretty, you're absolutely great. Have you ever been praised at your lowest? Or how did that translate to you guys? I have to think of that. I don't think I was really praised so much. I can't like, during that time, I don't think I was really being praised. I don't think I was communicating so m- I wasn't communicating so much to people at the time. I was doing school and I was with my friends. Pero during that time, kasi one of my lowest times, I was betrayed. Like So it was like one of the most betrayed at the worst possible time in that you know, during that age, during a teenager. Mm-hmm. So, 
um, I was very wary. Like I was so cautious about who I was going to trust because this person that I trusted so, 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 so much managed to do that to me. So, paano na kaya yung ibang tao? Um, so, I guess I didn't really allow myself to, to kind of have uh, deeper relationships again for a while after, after that time. So, I can't really think of how I felt because I was really trying to deal with things with a very, very small amount of people that I trusted. Um, and then a very few like relatives, like um, like a cousin of mine, like one kuya, and then one young aunt. And then they were like the only family members that I shared it to. And then with in terms of friends, my two best friends nung college, I only told them that I was going through a tough time pre-pandemic like the December before the pandemic and they were like really like it did not look like it because I am generally um an optimistic person and I wasn't like faking my optimism or like happiness or anything it's just that I I knew that I had to deal with this um Mm -hmm. internally and with with very very few people to actually succeed and in getting over it and then growing yeah Mm, okay okay (laughs) that's nice so that's the reason why you fell into fitness and like trying to approach it mm. in a different way. Mm, partially, Why? yes. Where did you get that mindset of like addressing the healing as a whole? Not a lot of people think that way. I feel like the mainstream mm-hmm. is like uh-huh. lose weight and you're okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I think I like to thank my parents for it. Um, yeah, because uh, we're relatively like we have a relatively strong faith, I guess. I think I, I got that from my parents. Like they taught me about faith but they were they were they were like that kind I don't know they're like people and uh when it comes to faith it was like shoved down their throats like it was imposed on them um and I heard this from someone online actually I don't remember what her name was but she said that faith should be exposed and not imposed so yeah like we pag parang finor satin yung belief or Whatever it might be, even if it's not regarding faith, parang nahaka turn off minsan or nahaka ano bayan but ganon, but parang sobrang proud na proud. And there's nothing wrong about being proud of of things yeah. in life, but I think it's more successful when you expose it. Like if you're a good person, then you do good things. As my kid, na ibang tao, you're doing good things. So dun sila may inspire aside from like you should do this, you should do that. And with my yeah. parents, I think, they showed me at a young age that this is what we believe and I'll show you the good things about it. And then, so I felt the presence of God in my life and that's why um, I'm very grateful for that because I know that not everyone um, has felt that or is really tr- are really trying hard to, to feel that as well. Um, so that's why when I went into fitness, I really took it uh completely because I know na my dad also tells me that it's really like um an overall experience like you take everything as one um so something around those lines I hope you understand what I said super ganda nung ano nung sinabi mo na ano um exposure instead of Im- imposing stuff because I think mm-hmm. a lot with the culture that we have grown in is like with the Filipino people like no offense to people who have like a really strong faith pero parang mm-hmm. yung discriminatory side of it like yung they mm-hmm. only think of one aspect of the thing but not what's happening to the other person then yung parang 
there's this certain template na parang ina-apply nila to all na that should be the norm. So parang mm-hmm. when one people, when one person like um strays away from it, like it's so, like it's such a scandal. Like, yung parang ganun. Ikaw Denise, regarding the self-confidence conflict, have you ever been praised at your lowest? <laughs> oh, actually, oh, oh my God. Ano oh, oh, actually, oh, oh. <laughs> Feeling ko during that time, I, it honestly, everything felt fake. Like, I was taking it all in, like, soaking up all the, like, praises. Pero deep in myself, mm-hmm. I know na, I, I, I don't feel like that. I, I don't even feel like anything half of that. I'm just soaking it all up in kasi parang I was being hyped to do like to believing something that I'm actually not. Kasi parang there was a time in my life that I got into a really like messed up headspace like for um body image issues. So parang mm-hmm. when I started losing the weight, parang naging lahat ang lahat lahat ng bungad sa akin is Uy, ang galing. Like, oh my God, you lost so much weight. You look so good right now. Yung parang ganun. Parang, it, it, parang sobrang na-affirm sa akin na parang, okay, losing weight. People like it when I lose weight. Yung parang ganun. So parang, okay, I mm-hmm. should be doing this, this, this. this. I, should, I should not gain weight at all. Yung parang ganong mindset. Doon ako na-expose. And then eventually, when I met up like with a friend of mine na uh, parang na-expose niya ko to his like version of fitness which is like yung make cutting and like gaining process which is parang na-gravitate ako towards that idea because it gave me the freedom to like be myself because there's like the cutting and the gaining phase and then like there's no time frame ikaw bahala sa sarili mo on what you're going to do I felt already shitty that time because I was like in that space wherein I was being glorified for losing weight. And then I have this feeling that like, if I get, if I gain weight, na parang, I parang feel less of myself. The thing that made me more aware of what I was feeling was when I started taking into account what I actually feel about it, instead of like listening to what others were saying about me. I guess... The acknowledging part, no? Acknowledge that you feel shitty when you're being praised. <laughs> and at least mm-hmm. let the other people know that you're actually uncomfortable with taking compliments that aren't really compliments because you're not really feeling it, eh? Now, going back to our bank and tell, I feel like we have a few more questions before we move, Tiba. What qualities do you value in the people with whom you spend time now? I think I really enjoy spending time and getting to know people who have not necessarily concrete goals but they have this sense of of ambition and i think kasi you know you the people you surround yourself with will eventually subconsciously inspire you and help you either grow or or become less mm-hmm. um so i really like to to spend my energy and time with people who can inspire me but then not overly confident people i really like to spend time with people who are inspiring but also humble um because a part of my my message when it comes to my platform um is that yes uh, i want to inspire people and motivate them and tell them that they are strong and capable and i want to empower them to pursue their goals but at the same time, I want to keep us humble because we're human. So it's 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 really like a holistic, a mind, body, and spirit kind of message that I want to 
um share. Okay, ito, very timely. What qualities do you admire most about your parents? They're very generous. They're very compassionate, yes. Like, they really do care. I remember this story. Um, this, uh, when I was young, this was before I moved to the U.S., um, it was a rainy day. And sometimes I think this is a dream, but I remember telling myself as a child, I don't know what age I was, but I said, I need to take like a mental picture before I even knew what the, the word mental picture was. I just told myself, I need to remember this moment. I need to remember this moment. Remember this moment. So I remember the moment. Um, it was raining. I, I think parang kakatapos ako namin mag-church or something. But I remember it was raining. It was night. And nandito kami sa parang bulalo place. And there was like, basta may soup. Basta yung yung tray namin, may soup, may noodles, may iced tea. And this is like one of the very, very few childhood memories that is like engraved in my head. And so, may mga bata na mamalimos sa labas. So, nakasilip lang sila through the glass door, tumitingin sa pagkain. And at this time, my parents were still very young and I was still, still very, very young. But hindi naman sila like, um, like they're figuring things out and like financially, I knew na they were very, being very independent um, when it comes to finances and like matipid kami, etc. Um, pero sabi ng dad ko, papasukan yung isang bata, sabi sa waiter. And so my dad um, gave him food exactly the same as ours. And then he was telling me the value of like appreciating what I have kasi tignan mo ang daming bata na that are just like that and then they need their help and if we see the opportunity to help someone we should take it because we're all the same um but some people just have it much rougher and then biglang dumami yung bata and then hala pa na yan like and biglang daming bata so sinabi ng dad ko sige sige like papasukin lahat ng children nagulat din yung waiter i remember and the other like um yung ibang tao na kumakain kasi they're this young couple and pero sila aside from like everyone else sila yung nakapansin sa children and and my parents were you know took care of the children and and made sure that they had hot soup like we did and i think that's something na really got stuck in my head i was like wow parang they really do care and then there's this like good to what they're doing kahit sobrang simple lang and i think that's one of the things that inspired me at a young age to try to emulate them Let's get down and dirty, which is the main Oh my, dirty. Your TikTok journey, how you went viral and how everything was overwhelming. And now mm. you're currently a content creator. What are your thoughts when people say that numbers are like everything? Um, I think a lot of content creators would have the initial feeling, especially when you feel the instant gratification of viral videos um, may pressure. I was watching this video actually yesterday so for you page. It's yung isang makeup guru that like shows transformation videos. And then she started saying that there has been a point where she got uh, so conscious about the numbers and then, you know, she would get disappointed if her videos didn't do as well. So she lost like this vision of why am I even doing what I'm doing in the first place? And I think, I think it's important for any content creator, even aspiring content creators to know that what's most important is your purpose. Like, why are you doing this? And it shouldn't be for the numbers. And every now and then we can get, you know, kind of conscious about the numbers. Because of course, it's a good feeling to know that a lot of people saw your video um, or a lot of people enjoyed your content. But 
it's it's really one of those things na kailangan mong constantly remind you sarili mo that it's the purpose is bigger than the numbers. What's the most wonderful thing about being able to do what you're able to do right now? It's just um I have like a clearer sense of purpose. I mean, I've always I've always felt that you know all of us have have a greater purpose in life and I'm I'm grateful na it's you know it's visually manifested itself your purpose ko. like I can I can see it and and everything is much clearer to me now and and I have this motivation I think it's it's really like um a larger sense of purpose knowing that I can impact other people's lives in such a positive way and even if I'm tired um since I, I do other things aside from content creating and and tired mentally or physically, um, parang the messages that I get from people I've impacted, it really just keep, helps keep me going. So I think that would be one of the best things. Do you feel some kind of pressure? Because you mentioned earlier that young girls are messaging you that you've created this impact. Was mm-hmm. there some sort of pressure? Yeah, there was a pressure. I think it started with the messages of the impact that I had on people. It started with my jump rope videos when I started sharing my health and fitness. They would ask um, advice and then sometimes they would open up about their problems at home or problems with their friends. Um, like they were looking at me as an ate. And the thing is like, the funny thing is that I'm an only child. <laughs> But I guess in a way, I did kind of grow up relatively quickly because I felt that I grew up alongside my parents even though they raised me and I completely respect them as my parents it was more of like they were figuring things out in America when they were a young couple and then I was also figuring things out alongside them so it's funny mm-hmm. that parang I have all these like younger sisters or people who look at me as their older sister when I myself am an only child that's a big question because I've been hearing like this certain debacle about this <laughs> influencer <laughs> or content creator I like content creator more actually um it's funny then because uh, There's this guy who went to my school no fourth year uh, before I graduated and he is the the manager of like Will Dasovich and Erwin Yusuf. His name is Jaco De Leon. Mm-hmm. And then he was actually asking the crowd like is anyone here like an influencer and everything then everyone was like oh can we nobody there was an influencer at the time. And then um he was like actually Erwan Yusuf doesn't like to be called like an influencer. He'd rather be called a content creator. And I totally understand that because I feel like there's this sort of like understanding of an influencer that it's a little bit more shallow than content creator. I feel like creating content is much more deeper. But of course, I'm not shaming. I'm I'm actually considered an influencer. So <laughs> But I like the word content creator more and I understand like people like Erwan Yusuf who like that term more because I think it's a bit deeper. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, actually yeah. people use the new reason why people prefer to be called content creator more because I feel like given that when you're when you like when you're like well-known you have this sphere of influence mm-hmm. na na nun. so parang influencers parang in-amplify lang yun but parang mm. not really taking into account the things that you're doing to get that influence. So yeah, I get why people want to be called content creators more. Eto, after starting TikTok, 
what are the two things that you learn about yourself? First one, I think, is that I am like completely capable. Everything that I thought when I was young, I probably couldn't do. Because I mean, I tried to be, I was, well, it doesn't really count because I was, okay, I tried to be like a makeup guru when I was like <laughs> eight years old. And I'm putting like metallic eyeshadow, metallic silver eyeshadow all over my eyelid and calling it a holiday silver bell. <laughs> Don't search that. I think I found it. It's so funny. Um, so yeah, I think I am capable of like um getting an audience, like the right, the right audience. So and like making quality content. I think that's something that I wasn't ever super sure. But when I did it, I I like believed in myself, like yay, I can do it pala. Um the other one would be another thing I learned about myself is that like my power my my words have power and in general like words are so powerful like learning about yung impact on sa yung friend with like the guy who's a recovering drug addict parang yung yung message na yun talaga really made me tear up kasi um sabi nung guy na ang tagal na niya na daw na hindi nakikita yung friend niya na to cook for himself and to go for a run and to hide his drug the yung thing niya for drugs mm-hmm. and i was like whoa because of my mindset content this i just it really it made me tear up because you know like thank god na in the way that i worded the things parang saktong sakto for people to to consume that that content to allow it to inspire them so i think these words are so powerful at the top of your head right now what is julian's number one priority when it comes to posting content there's this person um that i used to watch online and he said part of his mission is to you know, or part of his like one of his mottos i think like one of the things that he says the most is mm. prayer meditation and being of service to others and to me uh i i agree with all those three aspects of what he said and then the being of service to others i think on my end one of one of the ways that i can do that is, is to add value one to make them realize something to remind them of something that they should be reminded by whether it's as as light as you know you are beautiful or you are smart or you are capable or or something as deep as you know you you went through the hardest times of your life like one of the hardest times of your life if you're if you're struggling that's okay and then i delve deeper into mindset and the habits that someone can do so it's really but i'm deep it's really yeah it's really just adding value to sum it up <laughs> yeah. so mm-hmm. that being said are there any other immediate avenues other than tiktok that you'd like to explore more in the future Let's go. This is it. Um, <laughs> one of my other podcasting, podcasting, right? Podcasting friends, si Alec Cuenca, was has been telling me to to do a podcast, and I really want to, but I'm still figuring it out. And then apparently, it's it's easy, so I should be able to figure it out. Cross fingers, hopefully soon. Um, for YouTube as well, I really want to do YouTube. It's all a matter of um, of figuring out, like managing my time for TikTok, um, because uh, my partnerships and collaborations it will be with my TikTok 
platform. And then also most of my audience is on there. Um, but yes, please, for the people listening, <laughs> advance, follow me <laughs> on my podcast that I'm still figuring out the name for. I have a YouTube channel, Julian Ipapo. Choose the one with the most followers and please don't click the one where I look young. <laughs> yeah, I have Instagram, Julian Apapo. Everything's just Julian Apapo. Um, and to wrap it all up, if you could leave our listeners with one thing that helped you throughout your journey, what would that be? I'm contemplating right now as to what my final message for this podcast would be. Because there are two things that really helped me on my journey. Mm-hmm. It's my faith and my mindset. So um, regarding faith, no matter, no matter what religion you have, or even if you don't have any particular religion, um, one of the Bible verses that is my favorite, and I think it's applicable to, to many human beings despite religion, it's from the book of Colossians chapter 3, verse 2. And it says, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things things and I think I want to share that because as human beings of course we get so attached to the materialism in this world whether it be things we see on social media our personal appearance um being people pleasers the materials we have the clothes we wear the way that we look um it's so easy to get stuck on that and lose sight of the bigger picture that there is something beyond what we can see and beyond what we know. And that's one of the driving factors that keep me going. And um, yeah, it just strengthens my faith and keeps me going. And then the other one, the other thing I want to share is the quote from Lao Tzu that <laughs> went viral um, on, you know, from my mindset video. It's watch your thoughts, they become words. Watch your words, they become actions. Watch your actions, they become habits. Watch your habits, they become character. And watch your character, it becomes your destiny. Yes, I did actually memorize that. <laughs> um, and, and it's really, you know, it's really a step-by-step thing. Um, it all starts with your thoughts and when you become more aware of the way you're thinking and even if you're a negative thinker um, at least to be aware of it is the first step so that you can improve on yourself and the thing is like even if you become a positive person or even if you become a successful person negative thoughts will still go in your head but you can't let that bring you down and you have to know that every day is another chance to start so for example if you have a cheat day it's okay it was just today if you have it again tomorrow it's okay there's still the next day so just don't give up and just keep persevering and keep your eyes on the bigger picture of life and on your goals and what's truly important to you the end (laughs) i want to thank yen Mm -hmm. for taking the time with us thank you so much for inviting me for people who want to try TikTok, because there are people who are not into it. Pe. Example, ako, ganun. <laughs> I don't know how it works. Eh. If you want to try TikTok as your platform for like spreading your message or your business, what would be a tip? I think personally, um, even if you're not, even if you don't want to be a content creator, not that I'm completely advertising TikTok, <laughs> but... I think you should give it a chance. I know a lot of people who still don't want to download TikTok. And I personally didn't want to download TikTok because I didn't think it could add value to my life. I didn't think... I thought it was like pure renegade. Lang. And actually, TikTok's doing something about that right now because I think after I posted my mindset 
content, that's when they reached out to me. And so I'm part of this little program right now. Um, I don't think it's a secret. Yeah, I don't think it's a secret. But they're trying to um, kind of show that TikTok is more than just the dance moves and more than just, you know, the usual kind of understanding that people have. Because you have the For You page um, or the Discover page on TikTok. Let's call it For You page. It's... It's really going to be dedicated to the kind of content that you like and the kind of person that you are. So you kind of kind of have to keep scrolling away from the content you don't like, and then you'll eventually land on one that you like. Then you like that, and then TikTok will keep showing you content that you like. And it takes maybe like weeks to a month for them to get it completely right and for you to enjoy their content consistently. Um, so even if you don't want to be a content creator, I think it's like worth worth a shot. And if you do want to be a content creator and use TikTok. I think it's also worth a shot because uh, there are so many different kinds of people on there. Um, and I think you shouldn't be super obsessed with with becoming TikTok famous and just start posting things that matter to you. And when people see um, that this topic matters to you and it also matters to them and you hit that niche, you hit that right audience, then, then you'll find more like-minded people and it's going to be fun. Hopefully, <laughs> yes. Oh, certain people like really boom around TikTok is because of the genuinity. It's yung ano, uh, the way they present themselves. Because iba or at least in my for you page, I I really don't like all the yung puro dances lang and all that kind of stuff. I really <laughs> like like comedic stuff then, and yeah, um, I really like when people when people like portray themselves as super genuine. Hashtag figuring things out. Hashtag twenties. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. That's the title. Steph, take note. Figuring. <laughs> and that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in with us for another episode. It's been way too long since our last upload, and we're excited to get back on track. So, see you on the next episode.